Whenever I'm reading stories about marriage and money, things can quickly become a caricature. Sometimes I'll see about a couple who have had their lives and finances just torpedoed after they said I do. On the web, there seems to be gurus who apparently have made all the right money moves. But on this podcast, I want to share real stories from couples who have been there or are working through things right now, like Lindsay and her husband, Zachar. A few years ago, they made a choice that they felt was a smart move. So I was in grad school at the time. Um, I had married my husband right before he got deployed to Iraq. He was in the military and we saved up a bunch of money while he was over there and he came back over um, and we decided it was time to buy a house because that's what you do when you're married. It didn't turn out the way they hoped, but they're not quitters. Lindsay and Zach are on a journey to paying off over $100,000 of debt. Find out how on today's show. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth. I'm Elle Martinez. For most couples I know, buying a house is a huge deal. When we were searching for our first place, I have to admit, I felt overwhelmed. Even though we did our research beforehand, I mean, we interviewed friends and family who've purchased and we've read up on all the articles, books, tips we could find. Being in that process, it just felt different than what we expected. And we knew that being objective was the smart move, but it was so hard. We found ourselves justifying things, minimizing others, and having our emotions skew our decisions. So I could definitely relate to what Lindsay was telling me. We didn't make any good plans for it or anything. We just knew we wanted to get a house. And so we made a lot of mistakes through the process because we weren't prepared. We didn't get a very good realtor to help us. We didn't get a very good home inspection done. It was a buddy of our realtor who had done it a long, long time ago. And the house was pretty new. So we thought we'd be safe, but turns out it wasn't. (laughs) Um, We ignored a lot of signs that the house might not have been right for us. Um, For example, it was built on permafrost in the middle of Alaska, which is permanently frozen ground. And it ended up causing thousands of dollars in repairs over the years because um, buried components to a septic system and frozen ground don't quite work very well together. (laughs) So we also didn't put a down payment on the house, even though we'd saved up all this money. We thought we'd go out and buy furniture instead because you need furniture in your house, right? (laughs) So we we made all these mistakes and now we know way better. We know what we did wrong. But those initial mistakes getting started purchasing our house are what set us up for failure later. Less than two years into their new place, the couple had to deal with some problems. That permafrost, well, the septic tank collapsed. That meant replacing it and that was $5,000. When it was time for them to get ready to move to Colorado so Zach could go to college, they tried their best to deal with the house. So we tried to sell the house about um, probably six months before we actually knew we were moving. We put it on the market and we didn't get any bites that first summer. And the real estate market in Alaska basically shuts down in the winter because nobody's going to move when it's negative 40 degrees out. That's just not going to work very well. And so 
we decided to rent the house during the winter. So we put a renter in there. We worked with a property management company who would do all the work in finding a renter, um, making sure they paid on time, and then just giving a check to us. And the only thing we would have to do would be to pay for any repair bills that came up. And so we thought this was going to be a great thing. It turns out after we moved out that the repair bills started mounting up because there were some weather problems that caused a lot of like freeze thaw cycles that further Ooh. messed with the ground and made the septic tank essentially just keep caving in on itself. Um, my husband's also a carpenter right now. And so mm -hmm. when we were living up there, he did a lot of these fixes on his own and it saved us a ton of money. But now we had to pay for expensive contractors to come out and fix it each time it was broke. And so wow. we tried selling the house again the next summer. Um, again, it didn't sell. And so we filled it with renters again. And it was covering our mortgage. But because we had such high repair bills, um, we, I, we I don't remember the exact number, but it was several, several thousand dollars that we paid in repair bills since we've moved out. Going back through the notes Lindsay did post it up and the total was just under $30,000 in two years. Finally, this last summer, we tried selling it for a third time. We thought third time's the charm. We're totally going to sell it this time. Like fingers crossed, right? <laughs> but yeah. it, it didn't happen again. We actually did end up getting two offers, but both of them pulled out because when they had inspectors come to look at our house, they showed that it was unsound and it needed a lot more repair work than we had the ability to pay for. So we were stuck between a rock and a hard place. The uh, The repair work that needed to be done was so extensive that we couldn't put renters in there anymore because the septic system had basically become unusable. And so you can't put renters in a, a house with an unusable septic system. Yeah. And so we, we couldn't pay, we can't pay the mortgage on top of rent, on top of our debt payments and everything else we have here in Colorado. And pay for the repair work that needs to be done. It ended up being, they wanted $35,000 for the repair, which was beyond my ability to pay. That's almost more than I make an entire year right now. Um, so we basically were, were stuck. We had to come up with a solution and we talked to with the mortgage company and we eventually decided to do a deed in lieu of foreclosure on the house, which we're hopefully wrapping up soon. We're just waiting for the final paperwork to come back on it. With everything that was happening, the stress of this process was taking a toll on them. It was really tough. I was only bringing home $500 a week for my day job, and I was trying to pay for my husband to go to school. Also, that's why we came down to Colorado, and nothing nothing was working. I was trying to trying my best to pay everything, but I, I couldn't. And so every time we would get a phone call like from anybody, I would just like have a panic attack almost because I would think that it was the realtor calling again to say that you owe another several thousand dollars that you don't have. <laughs> so, oh yeah, it was it was it was really really stressful. Like I can't even say how stressful it was. It, like I um, I basically went into a depression over it almost. Even I had to go talk to a therapist. It was it was pretty bad for a while, but it's getting better now. So, one big help is that Zach and Lindsay saw this as their problem. They decided that they were going to attack the debt and not each other. Yeah, so we both realized that the reason we were in this mess was it was a mistake on our parts. We never felt any animosity towards each other because we knew we had both gone into this. Like We were both equally responsible for doing this, and now we were both equally responsible for getting ourselves out of this situation. So 
it's it was tough when when we were in the thick of it when we kept getting phone call after phone call after phone call it was real tough to stay motivated and part of the reason that helped me was I reached out to people online and just told them my situation and that was partially one of the reasons I started the blog as well just as a, a coping mechanism to to find something to to do and connect with people who were maybe in the same situation as I was. That was a big thing that helped us a lot. So right now we're focusing mainly on trying to get rid of the house right now through the deed in lieu of foreclosure, which will be completed pretty soon. That's going to be positive and negative. It's my husband is the one who took out the mortgage in his name. So his credit score is going to tank by probably a hundred points or more once the actual process is finished. And it's going to stay on his credit report for about seven years, well, mm. seven years exactly. So we're going to be unable to purchase a house again for a long, long time, which was ultimately our goal. But it's it's a positive thing because this is going to force us to save up a lot of money for a down payment. And this whole experience in general has just taught us so much. Um, that's another thing that's been really, really positive about this. It really sucks. And it was a terrible thing to go through. But it spurred us, this was one of the things that spurred us to actually start taking control of our finances, to realize that we can't just be passive about it. We need to make plans and figure things out and not just go with the flow like so many people do. And if this is something that helps us become even more financially secure in the long run, because we've actually taken the initiative now to do other kinds of things like save for retirement and save for healthcare expenses, we, we've learned so much through this process that it's going to benefit us in the long run. If you're right now struggling with debt and you're beating yourself up because you feel overwhelmed and guilty for the mistakes you've made, Lindsay has some great advice to help you out. Yeah, that's that's a tough moment once you once you hit that that rock bottom. It's, it's real tough because you know that you've done things so wrong in the past and you need to change. And it's scary because there's so much out there. It seems like the learning how to manage your money is going to be this big, huge thing that you'd need to get like a personal finance expert and all these other people and go talk to this guy and that guy. And it's overwhelming at first, but if you slow down and just take it one step at a time, just focus on learning one thing each day on how you can better manage your money, that will be a much better way to do it. So like just learn how to budget and figure out how much debt exactly you're in and then what are the best ways to pay it back things like that just take baby steps don't don't do it all at once and it is something that everybody has the ability to do it's not a magical thing that it's some secret super club that people who know how to manage their money well are in it's something that anybody can achieve i've i went to grad school and that was way harder than learning how to manage your money Special thanks to Lindsay for being on the show today. If you want to learn more about their journey, please visit NotoriousDebt.com. And don't forget to check out the show notes for links and resources to help you dump your debt faster. And if you two are looking at building your wealth together, please pre-order Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money on Amazon. And I have a special bonus. If you pre-order now, it's coming out June 13th you can sign up to get a free money course. I'm going to be going through the book chapter by chapter, answering questions that you have. It's my way of saying thank you for being so awesome. 
It's a pre-order special, so you have to do it before June 13th. That's when the books release. I have all the details on how you can sign up at couplemoney.com slash jumpstartbonuses. Of course, you know you can find the link in the show notes. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You'll get the latest stories and tips on building your wealth together sent to you. It's free and easy. We're out there on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and more. You can also grab the feed off our site so you can listen to the show from whatever podcast app you prefer. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. <music>